Hello and welcome to the Mysteries Forecast. Mysteries, mysteries, mysteries. Um, where are we tonight, Will? We're at my house. Yay! Hooray! It's the annual Seawood Christmas party. Hooray! What are you dressed as, Will? I'm dressed as the Eye of Sauron. It's very impressive. I'll try and get a photo. <laughs> I'm dressed as nothing because I am lazy and awkward. Nonsense. Um, so uh, uh, what uh, tonight we thought we'd do a sort of rogue podcast. So uh, you're going to hear some stories from some people who've had some spooky experiences. Ooh. Yep. Um, as we go around various guests of the Sewer Christmas party, so stay tuned for those. And uh, something you w- <laughs> oh hi, something you won't hear is my reactions to those <laughs> because I've been useless this time. It's fine. He's he's partying. He's being a good host, <laughs> I, and I enjoy doing this sort of thing. So it's all fine. So preemptively, everyone, here are my reactions. Um, I'll I'll edit them in. Go. Oh wow. Oh, that is very spooky. I can't think of anything spookier than that. That is brilliant. Okay, right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. What's your name? Emma. And what happened? Uh, I work in a museum. Yeah. Uh, Sir John Stone's Museum. Yeah. So the building, the museum, the building dates from the 19th century. Amazing. And I was downstairs in the art room, which is where I work and where we have our schools taught earlier today. Yeah. And I heard a child's voice. No way. Saying hello. I went to where I heard the voice, and there was nothing there. This was today. This was today. This actually happened. And then I screamed and called a colleague and explained, and he told me I was imagining it. Wow. But that's what I heard. Wow. Thank. Thank you. Um, hello, who are you? Uh, hi, I'm Jos Norris. Great, uh, and what's the writer, st- performer. Okay, and what's the story? Uh, it's my dad's story, actually. My dad saw a ghost in, um, oh, I, I guess it must have been the 70s-ish. Uh, he was a, a student, he was at Dartington, which is a, a sort of a university campus in uh, near uh, Exeter, I think. And it has a famous story of a grey lady that walks the grounds of uh, Dartington. It's a very sort of ancient-looking kind of uh, gothic uh, building, all that kind of thing. And there's a story of a, of a grey lady that walks the gardens of this place. And then one Halloween, he thought it would be fun as a prank to put on uh, a pageant, a walk of the Grey Lady, and he hired three actors. I don't know why he hired three, but he hired three actors uh, to dress as the Grey Lady and to parade across the gardens, and he hired a brass band to hide in the bushes and play a, a, a loud fanfare. Uh, and there would be three fanfares and the three grey ladies would parade across the gardens and then everyone would go hooray well done David happy Halloween and he would just be I guess just be popular for the week Uh, but then they did the three pageants everyone went oh well done what a great prank then there was a fourth fanfare a fourth grey lady appeared glid Glid down the steps. Is that the word? The, it's the past participle of glide, okay. and that's the way my dad tells it. Okay. And I've never thought to question. He, she glid down the steps, and then she glid up the bank on the side. There was a sort of a steep bank on the side of the garden, and she glid off into the woods. Uh, and my dad, panicking because he only, he'd only prepared three actors, 
rushed to the brass band. He said, why did you play a third fanfare? They said, we didn't play a third fanfare. He said, well, who was that third woman? I said, none of us know who that third woman was. Uh, and ever since, he's thought, this must be the real grey lady. And he told us this story every single year. We'd go to Dartington to visit, and we'd go and explore, and we would go to the steps where it happened, and me and my brother would look around and go, oh, I wonder if we'll see her, and we never saw her. And then years later, we went back there, and we finally met one of Dad's uni friends, who he'd known since he was... 18 or whatever and a part of me by then because I was a teenager thought this is probably a story my dad told me as a kid to entertain us when yeah. we were here and I thought I might as well just try and corroborate it and I got uh, one of my dad's uni friends alone and I said did this happen and did you see this and he said I've got no reason to lie to you about this and yes it is and I did see it so all the evidence I have is that that's a true story wow spooky one that's pretty spooky thank you Uh, hello, what's your name? It's Frankie. Hello, what's your story? Well, my story is not really that charming. Basically, I used to live on my own. Yep. And I don't know if this is a night terror or a ghost story, but I definitely had a dream once that someone was basically coming into my room to kill me. Oh my god. And then I kind of called out, and then I think my boyfriend was with me, actually. So even though I lived on my own, I had a boy there with me. He was no good. I basically sort of sat up and kind of like went, don't kill me. <laughs> Don't kill me! Um, and then I didn't get killed by the ghost, but I didn't live it down because my boyfriend just continued to me. And it only happened once? It only happened once, oh. yeah. But I did live in a flat, in a house with my um, my parents when they were still together in Kent, and my pe- my friends wouldn't stay there for sleepovers because it was a uh, it was a sort of Tudor period house, yeah, and it was very creaky. Wow! And so friends refused to stay there because they thought it was haunted but had no evidence. The thing I think made them think it was haunted was because there was a floorboard on the middle floor, three floor, yeah, uh, skinny house, and um, when you stood on the floorboard, it tripped all the electricity in the building, uh. so you'd stand. <laughs> on the floorboard and the lights will go out oh and, shit you know if you want to scare you your friends I didn't know that you do that yeah yeah just really dodgy wiring the, the electricity in the tuna tires is though. really bad oh was it okay, I had it was terrible. almost non-existent <laughs> that's good thank you so much no worries yeah, so it's not very ghostly no no it's good I liked it Hello, what's your name? My name is Sullivan Brown. Is it actually? Yes, I've got very pretentious parents. Okay, cool. Um, what is your story? Uh, well, I've got a few stories uh, in my family. We've had a few ghost sightings. For instance, uh, the, the, um, the flat I'm staying in at the moment, the basement flat, which is next door to my family house, uh, I'm pretty sure that's haunted by a ghost. Uh-huh. Uh, we have, a, we have, a, we have a, a, a movement sensor that randomly goes off in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. And occasionally I've seen a shadowy figure pass through. And that's very, very scary. That's scary. Um, uh, um, uh, my sister Rosanna, when she was a little baby, she was only two years old. She, um, my mum said, "Oh, we're going to go and see my uh, going to go and see Grandad Cyril, my granddad, uh, on Wednesday." And she said, "No, no, no, we'll be going to his funeral." And they were. Whoa. He died that day. He oh died like that day, and they had the funeral the next Wednesday. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Um, uh, there was one time where uh, oh, uh, Tamblin, when she was first born, my youngest sister. I've got lots of sisters. Tamblin, uh, my youngest sister, um, when she when she was uh, first able to talk she was convinced that um, she was she had another family and that she'd been abandoned by her real mum and that uh, that my mum was not 
her real mother, and she and forevermore had had abandonment sort of issues in a way. Oh like she's constantly worried that she's going to be abandoned by people and left at places. What? Yeah, crazy, absolutely. Mad. Um, uh, my sister Yuli, who has a hilarious voice, and I will do it in her hilarious Great voice. Um, she, she, she once. My mum came into it came into her bedroom and was just sort of sorting something out, and she was uh, 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 she thought half asleep, and uh, Yuli said, "Where's my mum?" Oh. And my mum said, uh, 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 "Oh, um, I'm your mum." And she said, "Yes, I know, but where's my other mum?" Oh my God! <laughs> no, I, I'm your real mum. Yes, I know you're my real mum, but where's my other mum? My other mum has gone somewhere. And she was about eight or nine at that point. Uh, uh, Kitty saw a ghost the other day. Pretty certain she was the other walk- day. Yeah, she was walking around the kitchen, and then this sort of shadowy presence sort of came up Whoa. behind her, and she was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" And then she turned around and was gone. But it was very weird, and there was no one in the kitchen. So you think the house is haunted? We're pretty certain our house is haunted. Is it about two hundred years old? Okay, so it would make yeah. sense. Um, and uh, yes, we've had many different, uh, many different uh, 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 encounters with the supernatural. It's nice. quite remarkable. Thank you. Yeah, thank that was you. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, What's your name? Uh, Jonathan Ashby Rock. Wow, the whole thing. Uh, and what is your story? <laughs> yes, the whole thing. <laughs> this is my spooky story. Oh, he's really going Ooh. for it. He's going seaward style. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I was once doing a show in the Edinburgh Playhouse, uh-huh. which is in Edinburgh. Uh, it's a very large theatre, and at the front it looks like it's just one story, and then you go in, and it's very, very steep, and at the back it's like, I think, 14 stories high, and the number one dressing room is on the 11th floor uh, and we did the get up the show and then all the, everyone went away uh, and I had a shower in the number one dressing room which was not my dressing room uh, but I wanted to go in there uh, and then uh, I was brushing my teeth and I looked up and there was a person what? stood at the door looking at me What? and I was like shit I turned around and there was nothing there and I freaked out so much I just collected up all of my stuff and held it in a weird way and just ran but then ran down two flights of stairs and then across that corridor and I couldn't find my way out and it took me about ten minutes to get out and I was just running on random floors because I thought I was at the bottom and I wouldn't be and then I was in the basement and then I went up and I was on the fourth floor Um, that was purely me not the ghost Uh, but yes split second sighting what did they did you what did you get of them did you see anything you can remember oh yeah 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 like a Victorian gentleman oh my god wow it was quite imposing it was quite imposing no no it just looked you probably thought it was his dressing room and you were possibly yeah possibly he'd never um, left it no exactly wow yeah. great but one of the lighting designer was yeah. also still there having a shower uh, and when because we were on a tour bus and I got on the tour bus I told everyone this story and he laughed quite heavily and I said why are you laughing it was really scary and he said yes but I could hear your footsteps for ten minutes <laughs> I was thinking that I had a ghost experience because <laughs> there was so much thumping I was really freaked out and it was just me running it was around just that guy but also in that theatre, my friend Romaine uh, was a wig mistress and she'd done all of the wigs uh, ready for the next day's show. And then she locked the door behind her, so they were all cooked because she cooked wigs. Uh, and then they were all set up ready for the next show. 
and then she went out and when she unlocked the door the next day they'd just been thrown all over oh the room they were on the floor everything had just been thrown everywhere and she was like cleaners can't go in there like I locked the door for that reason and they said we haven't had any cleaners in today that is genuinely creepy thank you so much Hello. What's your name? Hi, I'm Guy. Hello. Guy Seawood. Hello, Guy Seawood. Uh, how are you related to Will? I'm his little brother. Yay! Yeah. Um, what, how many does he have? Um, two of us, two brothers, one sister. Yeah. yeah. I think I, knew, I learn about a new sibling every time. Anywho, uh, what is your story? Okay, um, so it's not really a single story. I do have one specific story to tell. Yeah. But it's just about this house. It's haunted. Do it. Great. I'm sure Williams, now I, I, I do regret to say I've never listened to your podcast, <laughs> even though Williams always told me to. Um, but, um... I just don't listen to Williams. That's fine. That would be weird. My sister doesn't listen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Um, because you might have spoken about it before, but the house is haunted. Yes. Um, William uh, has had a pebble thrown at him in his room. Yep. Uh, he no told me about that was one. in the room yep. uh, before. Um, I have seen a glass move when I was really young. So I'm looking back with the wonderful gift of hindsight. Yep. Did it happen? But I have a real vivid memory of seeing it was a glass or was it a jug of water and move on the table and where was this in the kitchen it's in the dining room in the dining room okay um but yeah basically the house is haunted like things will go missing yeah for like a couple of years like a favorite piece of clothing and then and, and a couple of years yeah. it will go missing and then it will turn up in the wash that doesn't happen in the no. house does it and do you think it's like is it like a bad vibe or a good vibe or a it's definitely not that bad vibe that's good I don't know how good any ghost vibe is yeah that's but good. I don't know like in the uh, I don't want to spoil Vikings for anyone who watches Vikings <laughs> but, um, do it spoiler alert do it when, Rag- when Ragnar dies and his ghost visits Blagatha she asks him to haunt her. Well, there you go. She's like, stay with me, haunt me, be with me. So, my point is... Could be good, could be ghosts bad. Ghosts aren't necessarily a bad no. vibe ever. They're not necessarily a good vibe either. No. Um, so, I will say, yeah, friendly ghost, definitely. Good, ghost that's ghost. nice. That's nice. Great. Thank you very much. John. John, hi John. Go again. You went I, somewhere. I went. I went to uh, Wales, where I've never been before in my yeah. life. I knew all the streets. Whoa. When I was a kid. You knew, did you like you recognised them, yeah. but you didn't know how. No. And did you ask your parents like you, you've never been there as a baby or anything? I asked them, have I ever been here before? They said, no, you've never been there before in your life. Did you know like where you were going even before? No, they drove me up there. Yeah. Kind of done. Wow. Uh, and did you ever wonder what, like, think why that could be? Or? No. Weird. And it never happened since? You've never gone no. anywhere? That was it. Ah, thank you. Hello, what's your name? 
my name is Roberta. Roberta? Yeah. What's your story? So, when I was around 11, I was in the mountains with my friends. And we saw everything moving in the house. Oh. And we thought it was a ghost. And somebody told us that there was somebody that used to live there that disappeared. And that's why we saw everything moving in the house. Because it was somebody that was trying to connect with Whoa. us. So how was it moving? Like, a, like an earthquake kind of thing? or? No, it was more subtle than okay. that. It was like somebody like slushing through the oh, trees. That's so creepy. Moving some objects. And where was it? Uh, that was in Brazil, in the mountains of Brazil. Cool. Spooky. And you never found out? It never happened again? No, never. I haven't been to the place again, but I thought it was pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah, but I was the lovers. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, thank you so much. And no penguin tonight. Be, be aware of that. Um, hello. Hi. What's your name? Richard. Hello, Richard. What is your story? Um, sweet. So my grandmother died in 2013, uh -huh. um, three, four years ago. And I had a sort of spiritual moment. Most people in my family say they felt some kind of connection to her after she died. Yeah. So I was telling the story to my mom actually last night that my grandma visits me. Whoa. <laughs> and it's like I'm at uni and I'll be cooking and at the corner of my eye behind me is a door. Yeah. And I'm in the kitchen. It's a narrow kitchen. And I'll see her walk past like she'll go through the door into the living room. Oh. I don't really say anything because she's like, you're yeah. the ghost. So like, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to address you. I'm just going to accept that you're watching Whoa. over me. And I look in the mirror sometimes and like she's there, she's just smiling away. I'm like, she's there, she's watching me. And how often do you sort of feel her there? Sort of once, sort of every couple of months or? No, I think it's more sooner. Like, Whoa! It's more okay. frequent. It's like she's, she's a living presence. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, so it's in like a nice feeling then? Yeah, like I can say I feel her now. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like whenever I conjure up, like, I'm quite a spiritual person. Yeah, so yeah. I'm open to that idea of there being. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you don't ever worry she might like walk in when you're in the shower or anything. No, she's quite respectful about that one. <laughs> she's quite respectful about that one. That's, That's not an issue. It's just she's there. Like yeah. she'll be there. Or when I'm, I remember once I was falling asleep and I just got this vivid impersonation. Yeah. And it was like, I was hearing her voice and she's saying, "I'm proud of you." Oh. It's That's nice. Weird because I'm, I'm gay and at the time when I was dealing uh -huh. with that, I okay, was okay. To understand masculinity. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Wow, like, I'm just like, it's okay. Oh, wow. And I think I've seen a grandfather a few times because I never met him. I'm yeah. Like, are you a grandfather or are you <laughs> from the future? I don't really know. <laughs> so, because you're a spirit, so I'm just going to. I guess you have to just wait and see. <laughs> yeah, it's about letting go. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's really about letting go and just yeah, accepting yeah, totally. that. Totally. This is happening, but it's not something that has to be discussed in its fullest form. Yeah. It's just something to be appreciated. Sure, is, sure. I've got a feeling that my grandma's watching me and I'm eternally grateful. Great. Thank you. That's a great story. Thanks for listening guys. If you enjoy mysteries then please do rate and review us on iTunes and uh, you can tweet us at MythPod and have a happy Christmas and a spooky new year.